And welcome back to the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl. I'm Jay Stickney, David Carl, DU Hockey's coach, and the Pioneers now up to number 11 in the nation when the rankings came out. And Pioneers coming off a bye weekend, haven't played in, uh, well, about 10 days and had a great weekend against Miami. Swept them 4-1 to Friday night, 7-1 to Saturday night, and even had two shorthanded goals in that one. And uh, back in action this weekend as they take on Arizona State, their non-conference opponent that they opened the season with at Magnus Arena. So, Coach, obviously uh, the team is uh, much, much better rested and probably had a lot of injuries that uh, were able to uh, heal during this uh, Thanksgiving break. Yeah, it was, um, it was, you know, I think the bye week comes at a good time um, again for us. And, um, you know, we go into it again, um, well, differently than the first one where uh, we win our last two games versus uh, the first one where we have the trip out east. And, um, you know, I coming into a bye week after winning, it, it is a little bit different. Guys are in better moods. Um certainly and, and so are the coaches and so um but with that we want to make sure we're still addressing um some things that we need to continue to get better at while managing like you said rest and um and our guys ability to to be fully healthy going into the next weekend here um, against arizona state so um with the bye week we we took monday off from being on the ice and we skated with them tuesday wednesday and thursday um, they had Friday off from the ice Saturday, they worked themselves out and then Sunday they had off. And then, uh, starting this week on Monday, it was, it was right back into, um, our regular work week and, and preparing for Arizona state. So, um, felt like it was a good week, um, Thanksgiving week as well. So nice for them to have it off and, um, spend a little bit of time, uh, resting and relaxing over the holiday. Well, going all the way back then to the, uh, the Miami sweep, which, you know, came right after the Western Michigan sweep. And, um, you know, you beat Miami that 7-1 on Saturday night. You get two short-handed goals. Yao shoot the Red Hawks 48-15. to And, uh, of course, with that win, now 7-0 and to start the home ice schedule, the best since 1977. And I'm not sure if, if that was during the disco years or if disco was just starting. Well, you would uh, have a better idea of that than I would, Jay. Uh, I know I, that or my parents just dressed me poorly. Yes. Um, but yeah, a long no, time. Was, 1977 is a long time ago. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it is certainly, um, you know, and, you know, for our program to be able to start like that. Yeah, I mean, we're, you know, especially coming out of the COVID year where we weren't able to have anyone in the building. Um, you know, I think there's a level of, there's a level of comfortability here at home, um, a level of confidence and swagger that we have um, over opponents when they come into our building. I think the the mile high helps certainly, our, our fans certainly help, um, and just our guys' ability to stay in their routines and habits is is really helpful for them. So um, our challenge now obviously is, as you know, Jay, um, is we go the next four on the road and we're one and four on the road. So that's the other that's the other storyline and uh, we need to great teams can win in any building and we need to take a step here um, and show that we have an ability to win on the road and we got great opportunities and great tests and challenges in front of us 
um, starting this week with with Arizona State, a, a very good team that we've seen already this year, um, but a team that's that's much improved. I mean, they had a lot of new faces and new people come into their program this year, and um, we just we, you felt like it was going to take them some time to get those pieces to fit together properly. And um, watching them on video here this week um, from the previous two weekends versus what we saw, um, you know, back in October. Uh, early October is very different and uh, their staff's done a, a really nice job um, building out their team and, and getting them all on the same page. So it's going to be a heck of a challenge for us um, down in Arizona State um, at Oceanside Arena here this weekend. Yeah, sort of a strange uh, Thanksgiving schedule for them. They uh, they won, they lost four to three the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving to number 20 ranked Bemidji State at the time. Uh, a tight take game there, but then they came back out the day after Thanksgiving and won six to four over Bemidji, where six separate Arizona State players scored. Uh, but, you know, it's the same story, really, when you talk about the first two games of the year. This is a lethal power play group. They dropped from number one in the country uh, to number four, but we're still talking 30% success rate six goals against you guys on the power play. Um, but in your defense, I mean, your penalty kill has gotten much, much better. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're, you know, I think we're a better team too than we were back then. I, I certainly believe our penalty kill is better um, than it was back then. I think we'll be, you know, very disappointed and um, be hard to get the results we want if, if we give up six on the, on the kill again to their, to their power play. And um, to your point, I mean, the power play is still lethal. Um, they have not slowed down one bit um, since playing us that first weekend. They've been clipping, um, you know, between 30 and 40 percent the whole year here. So um, they have a lot of offensive weapons, five on five and on the power play. Certainly they, they have a great plan. Um, they got people in the right spots and, and they execute at a very high level. So, um, you know, for us, staying out of the penalty box is going to be vitally important to get in, getting um you know, the results that we're looking for and, and staying out of the box is part of our process and, you know, keeping our feet moving, keeping our sticks on the ice, um, all, like I say, vitally important for us to have the success and to build as a group on the road. I mean, it's, you can, you can have a bigger margin for error at home on the road. You don't get that margin for error for, for whatever reason. And um, so our margin for error is going to be tighter and we got to play to that, to that margin and, and just play a cleaner, crisper, um, more connected game than we have on the road year to date. You know, coach, when we, when we were at Arizona state a couple of years ago, uh, that first game at that Oceanside ice arena, which, you know, is, is their temporary home or has been their home um, up until their, their new uh, on campus uh, and much larger arena will be built and, and presume, presumably um, ready for next season. But, you know, there are obvious challenges to playing in, the, in that rink. Not only is it uh, possibly the coldest place on earth, but it is also it has those arches, um, you know, over the rafters there that, you know, they, you might have to stop the puck five, six times a period uh, to, uh, due to uh, it hitting those arches on, on the roof. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it's unique for sure. Um, you know, it has a low ceiling. Um, I think it's, it is helpful that we have played there before. Um, you know, they, they put a lot into their home ice advantage and 
um, just like we do at Magnus. And, and there's something to it down there. They, they've done an exceptional job um, on their home ice. They take a lot of pride. Um, they know it's not the nicest building in college hockey, but you know what? It's their home and, and they have a lot of pride in it. And um, certainly they're excited for the new building next year. Um, but I think, you know, again, they have a lot of pride and wanting to go out the right way this year in that building. And yeah, there are just, um, you know, unique and innate challenges um, to it that are different than um, buildings that we normally play in. And that's it. But at the end of the day, it's, it's more between our ears. Um, it's more mental than it is physical. And that is, um, that's what road hockey is about. It's, it is more mental than physical and the margin for error that we're talking about it, it takes a higher level of focus, um, a higher attention to detail to our game plan and what gives us success in order to have, uh, the results that we desire on the road. And, um, so that, that's our group's challenge. We've been able to, you know, talk about it, um, a lot here over the break and, um, and, uh, you know, the hope is that in our Zerk team has, we've risen to challenges this year. Um, the hope is that our team rises to the challenge of, of giving ourselves a better opportunity to uh, win a hockey game here on the road by having a more attention to detail and a higher level of focus. Well, you know, Arizona State, uh, uh, was notwithstanding, great week for a couple of your freshmen as Sean Behrens and Carter Mazur uh, invited to the USA Hockey's national junior team training camp. And, you know, that's a, and not only an elite invitation, you're talking 31 invites and 25 of them make the team. Obviously, Bobby Brink was on the team last year. They win the world junior championships, but, you know, great for Sean and Carter on this year's group. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, both were at the uh, summer showcase um you know, in Plymouth this summer in August. And, um, you know, I thought both, both had good showings there. Um, and ultimately, you know, they've, they've earned their spot to be at that camp, um, you know, through their play here in the early going and, uh, very proud of both of them. Team's very excited for them, uh, behind them. And, um, they will report, you know, the Sunday after we had, uh, up to Duluth and on our way back to Denver. So, um, you know, quite an honor for them you know they it's it's one step closer to to making the team and um sean's worn the red white and blue before as has carter sean at the national team development program carter um for the world uh junior a challenge team and you know but this world junior championship i mean it's it's another level it's the premier amateur tournament um in all of hockey and so um, would be a, quite an honor for them if they can uh, find a way to make the team. We're confident in both of them, obviously, with the starts they've had and the people and the players they are, but um, really should be a big confidence boost for both of them um, as they head into those last four games with us and then go try and make Team USA and uh, win another gold medal so they can bring it back to show Bob. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll take a break. We are talking to DU Hockey Head Coach David Carl. This is the Campus Lounge Coaches Show on ESPN 1600. And we are back at the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with DU Head Coach David Carl. And uh, Coach, kind of a, a little sidebar here, because this is something that it only bothers like the fans and the media. And that is, you, you come out this weekend off a of bye weekend. You just swept uh, four straight games, two of them against a Western Michigan team that is now ranked fifth in the nation and not taking away anything from the Broncos because uh, they have beaten some some very good opponents this year. 
you guys are still ranked only 11th or 12th, despite having that very recent sweep of Western Michigan. Do you guys look at that at all? Um, you know, we see it, but I mean, it doesn't factor into to what we do, obviously. Um, you know, you know that. And, um, you know, the number that matters ultimately is the pairwise um, at the end of the year. And um, listen, we play in the best conference in college hockey. We're going to get opportunities, um, you know, at Duluth, um, you know, having St. Cloud in our building, having Duluth again in our building, going to Western, um, you know, we we have the challenge and the, the opportunity to play these teams um, and to prove our mettle and, and to, to play the best and try and beat the best. So it's a, it's a tough league week in and week out, um, regardless of the opponent you play. And obviously for us, it, it starts this weekend on the road, as we've talked a lot about with Arizona state, but the rankings are the rankings. I think, um, you know, I don't, I don't look too much into what, uh, I don't even know who votes in it. Um, and I try not to read their minds too much as to uh as to what they're thinking and at the end of the day the the one that matters and it really doesn't matter until you know doesn't start to solidify until february um is the pairwise ranking so um you know our our focus is on just our weekend week out um taking care of business and um trying to make sure that we continue to improve and i i think we have done that here throughout the first um, 12 games, six weekends of games that we've had. And um, we'll see a lot and learn a lot about our team um, starting this Friday night on the road again um, in, a, in a tough, hostile environment at Arizona. Well, uh, one guy who stepped up his game is goaltender Magnus Corona, the junior, played his sixth straight game uh, in that win against Miami. And, um, you know, he's a, a player that uh, obviously you need to have success uh, down the road um, for the aspirations this team has. But uh, whatever uh, Magnus Corona, however he started this year, he, he has been a much better and different player in the last four or five games. Yeah, no, he, uh, he certainly has been. And, um, you know, we're, we're very fortunate and thankful that, uh, that he's, you know, I think where it starts for him is in practice and um, every day he's bringing it um, and he's been tough to score on in practice and uh, been very good in his goalie sessions and just focused in on his details of what it takes. And um, there's just been, I think, a higher commitment level from him um, that we certainly see as coaches, his teammates see. And then, you know, he's seen it himself, most importantly, in his play in the consistency that he has. So, um, you know, he's he's taken steps in the right direction and. Um, you know, I think he's a big part of why we've we've gone on this little four game run. And um, he's obviously going to be a big part of uh, of what we want to do this year. Yeah, and Arizona State, uh, they have Ben Cross in goal and expecting him most likely to play both nights against you. But uh, uh, another guy that has a lot of experience and, and seems to be playing well. Yeah, no, Ben, Ben's playing uh, really well and, you know, probably came into the year, you know, penciled in as the number two and Brady, you know, went down early with injury and um, gave Ben an opportunity to get in the net um, coming in from Miami and prove his worth to their staff and to their team. And, um, you know, he's done a nice job with it. You know, Brady, Brady played against us, obviously, and, um, you know, has, has faltered a little bit and it's opened the door for Ben to, to get back in there. And, and Ben, you know, played the last two games against Bemidji. He's, he's earned himself, you know, minutes in that rotation. So, you know, for me, they've, they've got two um, quality goaltenders 
um, what they're going to choose to do with it. You know, who knows? Um, but we know both guys are big. Um, they see pucks well, and uh, you got to make life hard on them, uh, creating secondary opportunities and um, making them fight for sight lines and and things of that nature. So um, really good depth and goal for them amongst other positions. Uh, yeah, the Pioneers, I mean, we, we talk about it so often, but um, so far this season, uh, much like he started the first half of last year, uh, Carter Savoy seemingly – uh, if not scoring at will, you know, putting himself in position. He's he's kind of like one of those guys who who's never seen a shot he didn't think he could score off of. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. And um, he scored, he's scoring in different ways. And he, he just, um, you know, Carter, it's been said a lot about him. Um, but he, he gets to the right spots at the right time. Um, he just, he's got a nose for when to arrive and, and, and how to score goals. And, um, it's something that, um, as a coach, you gotta be, there's things that, that we want, um, Carter to do in his game and that we talk to him about and we coach him about, um, goal scoring isn't one of those. He, he knows how to do that better, better than we do. So, um, it's, it's trying to add different elements and tools to his game that allows him to be a more 200 foot player, but also really allows him to score more goals, um, and gets him into positions to do that more. Um, and I think that's the goal of really our staff is to try and accentuate um, our players' best attributes and um, to try and build out their games and round them out so that they can do what they're great at um, even more and and add even more value um, to the team. So, yeah, Carter's off to a really great start, um, you know, here this year. And, um, you know, he's a big part of our team, and we, we fully expect him um, to keep going. And, and the great part is he's got a He's got a really great supporting cast. Other guys who can put the puck in the, in the back of the net, starting with um, his two line mates, and and then our other three lines have shown, um, you know, an ability to score as well. So there's not, you know, there's times last year where it was, you know, if Gutman, Savoy, and Brink don't score, um, you know, we're not really sure maybe where it's going to come from. And um, you know, I think this year that the depth, you know, it's taken a little bit of the load off of those guys and. Uh, freed them up even more to to go out and be themselves, and it's a, contributed to our depth scoring um, in a big time way because teams have to respect um, Savoy, and it opens up ice for some other guys. Oh yeah, I mean it's just uh, every time Savoy scores a goal, it, it seems like Massimo Rizzo is right behind him and is is always trying to tie him up for the goal lead. He, he's always like one behind or two behind, and every time Savoy scores, here comes Rizzo. Yeah, it's not a bad. Uh, you'll you'll never hear us complain about it, and I know you won't I be think either. I Savoy yet. and Rizzo would be a great law partnership. Yeah, we we could put a few together with some of the names we have. Oh yeah, I, I believe. Love, love it, love it. Now, of course, you know Carter Mazer. We just talked to him uh, about him a little bit, but all of a sudden he's become this big time goal scorer as well. Yeah, Carter. Um, you know, I think you've seen in his game. Um, you know, he's up to seven on the year and um, you've just seen him every weekend. He just gets a little bit better, a little bit more confident. Um, he's a kid who sometimes he doesn't know how good he really is. And I think he's starting to figure that out at this level as he did um, in the USHL the previous two years. And once he figured that out in the USHL, he just took off. And um, I think we're starting to see that here. Um, at this level and the scary part about him is you know 
he's he's not filled out you know at all physically um to what he's going to end up at um so he's just going to continue to add pieces and tools to his game that's going to make him um all the more dangerous um offensively and defensively of a guy who can play in a lot of different situations for us you know coach not to nitpick because you know you, you came off this this great four game homestand and then of course the last two games basically blowing out Miami but you know, what do you as coaches, what do you want to see the team do better this weekend? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit of what we started with. Um, it's just we have to can, we're a young team. Um, we have a lot of physical tools. We have to develop our the mental side of our game, especially on the road um, to go into tough environments, to stick together, to stick to our game plan and, and find ways to win games. And Obviously, we're on an 0-4 run on the road in three tough buildings. Um, and that, that to me, is our biggest challenge, is just our, our mental focus and our attitude. And I've liked the way we practice this week. Um, I think our guys are excited about getting on the road and, and taking that challenge on. They're not shying away from it, which, which is a great sign um, for us. You want to see that as a coach. And... Um, you know, now the proof will be in the pudding. We got to go out and we have to do it against, again, a very good Arizona State team um, that we have a ton of respect for that that really, I think, has improved a lot um, since we played them the first time. So that would be, for me, the biggest thing right now. Um, we have a lot of the physical elements and tools. We need to, we need to string it all together uh, mentally with our focus and our attention to detail. Uh, oh, Coach, final question. And, and talking about mentally focused, and attention to details. I was told that there's a rooftop swimming pool at the hotel we're staying at. Is that open to the media? Of course it is. It was, uh, we chose that hotel just for you, Jay. Well, you know what? I'm, it just feels so good to be part of the team traveling again. Absolutely. Well, we missed you last year. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it hasn't a... resulted in, in more wins yet on no. the road. But so, yeah. you know, you need to up your game a little bit, I think, as well. No doubt. And I mean, there's no doubt about that. And then, you know, if there is a rooftop pool in Duluth, I won't be using that one. No, we might have you do the uh, polar bear dip maybe in Lake Superior. Okay. Well, coach, thanks so much for taking the time. Good luck at Arizona State. Thank you, Jay. All right. This has been the Campus Lounge Coaches Show with David Carl. I'm Jay Stickney. We'll talk to you from 104.3 The Fan on Friday and Saturday night from the desert.